try this the podcast where two best friends get together every week to try new things i'm marcus and i'm nick marcus <laughs> can you give me the opening in a new i feel like i feel like you've you're resting on your laurels i feel like you do the podcast opening so well that i'm over it give me another way give me, give me something new okay i don't know we're doing an anime do it like an anime give me an old anime Welcome opening. To now try this the most dramatic <laughs> podcast this side of the tokyo Internet? river <laughs> <laughs> there's so many ways you can go why you guys i'm nick that's marcus welcome to our podcast every week we give you so uh, give each other something to try and this week was my challenge if you want to join the community join it at patreon.com slash now try this cast because every month we do a fan challenge like we did last time when we did hunt for the wilder people it was a great time we saw a great film and it was suggested to us by you yep, the listeners there's a poll up right now so if you're watching live you can head on over there and vote and if you're watching listening to it on monday it's too late but it's not too late for next month where you can join the patreon oh. and influence the podcast marcus how does the patreon work there are two tiers at the five dollar tier you can submit a challenge every month and then at the one dollar tier you can vote on the challenges submitted by patrons guys right now it is very very close race between the newest movie the green knight re-zero and infinity train and honestly it's a nail biter and you wish you were a part of that race hell yeah also more suggestions more people okay yeah we got not, uh, yeah two people sent in the same suggestions this is the first time it's ever happened it's very oh, excited happen? it happened yeah two green knight suggestions people really want oh, to see that movie i feel like does that mean all those votes are doubled i feel bad like <laughs> <laughs> but guys you can also get at us everywhere at now try this cast we respond on all platforms please come and join the community and guys if you can't subscribe on twitch if you can't give us money on patreon if you can't do any of that stuff if you can't watch us live no worries at least you can do for giving you this great content <laughs> is going to <laughs> itunes and leaving us a five star review just like oh god just like that shit's free guys it's free you don't have to do anything just like just leave us a five star review and write something nice so we can read it live on air get a free shout out from us i think this says decodist but it's d at sign c zero exclamation point d e money sign t and they said New fave stumbled upon this because it's Ted Lasso. You guys should review season two. I think I'm going to try some of the other stuff too. Guy, if you want us to do season two, you got to go on to that Patreon, suggest it, <laughs> and it's got to win in the poll. We also got a new review from Pickle Rose, said my new commute favorite. favorite. All right, I've got a new favorite podcast. Six stars. Star, 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 star. Yes. Then we also got one from One Cell, cell, cell Salami. Cell, one Salami. And said, "Wowza! What a great show! Love it!" And then we also got a review, guys. We Hold you on. guys are fucking killer. We got a Nick. What? Before you say this person's yeah. name, you fucked up yeah. every single one of these names so far. Okay, and we our fans deserve better. So I want you to what? give this your best pronunciation, your best reading, 
This is going to be the best review that we've gotten. I, I really wish you had asked me to do this with another name because this name is MK2982. <laughs> Perfect. And they said, the new podcast on my list. Fun, hilarious, entertaining, and Marcus. I'm still not done. We also got a review five stars from Noah, 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 the best 7125346. And they said, so good. Nick and Marcus are some of the funniest coolest and most entertaining people ever the podcast makes my day every time i watch it and it also always makes me laugh definitely recommend thank you so much no 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 the best seven one two five three four six and all you other reviewers guys we will read the review here on the podcast come and join the community marcus let's get we've been off for two weeks what have you been up to buddy what's uh how's life you know what what's uh what's uh what what how has the sun shined on your life for these past two weeks it's shown so hard i got sunburn (laughs) i I, uh it was good it was a good couple weeks nice to be off for some time get some get a break get some relaxation in uh went to georgia again keep going to georgia for things those things are weddings and but this time it was a different part of georgia so it was nice to see a different part of the united states of america make a rivalry which one was better i was gonna i liked athens more because oh shit was, Athens is the best part of georgia it was off-season college town which is just like so good you know oh, like all the yeah. people all the kids are gone they're not partying and being loud and rowdy and shit like that and ruining the town it's it has enough stuff because all the stuff is there for the college kids but the college kids aren't there using it so it's like things are empty it's just like chill and relaxing nice and athens is better than where savannah georgia savannah, savannah pretty nice. you suck savannah no! you suck you lose to athens no it was really nice it was really pretty it's like this old creepy city it's like it's nice a lot of haunted <laughs> ghost sell. tours and stuff like that why is that a selling point that sounds it's awful. cool why would you want your hotel uh, okay so hypothetically you, yeah, okay. you stay in a hotel yes you're in the hotel 100%. it's haunted why is that good i would pay extra for a haunted hotel <laughs> why are you gonna get fucked by a ghost 100 percent, nick you're no, telling me you would pass up some ghost ass? I feel like I'm on the record and I can neither confirm or deny whether I should pass up some ghost. Nick, wait, you're on the record. You have to answer this question for the fans, for the listeners. What kind of would what you kind pass of ghost up ass? on ghost ass? What whatever, kind of ghost ass? Whatever, whatever. Jennifer Jennifer Lopez passes away. And her ghost comes and and wants to have sex with you. <laughs> Your face <laughs> says it all. <laughs> is that a yes i have nothing to say apparently (laughs) thank you dash 9442 in the chat saying it's the most haunted city in america the whole city is wronged corpses guys if you want to join that twitch we stream every thursday at 8 p.m eastern standard time on twitch.tv slash now try this cast yes nick how was your time off it wasn't really a time off because i was somewhere i was in hawaii specifically maui that sounds like time off to me i feel like if you were going to go anywhere during time off hawaii is the place to go it was it was a it was long it was hard (laughs) family obligations it was a wedding there was a lot to do we didn't have like a lot of downtime we had brought three books with us one to read together two to read separately and we got not a single page in any of those books done wow because we were so busy which was which sucks you know so i am tired 
But I was tanning in Hawaii, so That's what pretty good. do I have to complain about? Absolutely nothing. You need a vacation got, um, from your vacation. Yeah. Want to hear one of the highlights? Yeah. So, Marcus, every time I've ever heard a rich person say, huh, I went to a tropical place and I went snorkeling. In my head, I was like, you're fucking snorkeling in the goddamn creek. You're not, you're fucking like half an inch under the water. You got to have that little hose above the water. That's Nick, so fucking dumb. You thought snorkeling in Hawaii is the same as snorkeling in the creek? In a creek? Yeah. This is fucking same. It's a fucking, <laughs> what the fuck's the difference? You're fucking looking in the water. You're like one inch in. What the hell's the difference? In an ocean, you can't see the fucking bottom. Like, what the fuck? Who cares? That's my rationale. Okay. Marcus snorkeling was transformative swimming in the fucking ocean is fucking wild we went to i forgot the name but it was like something crater where uh-huh. all the like sea turtles like hang out yeah it was this fucking it was we had to drive a boat away from the island for an hour and then there was just like this big crater wall thing that we we're at and we went in the ocean and i needed floaties that's amazing and i was like this this is probably gonna be fine whatever the water was fucking 100 feet deep which is like wild in and of itself mm-hmm. but then when you put your face in the water like that and you're breathing through the apparatus and your ears are covered and your face is covered by the water everything stops nothing else exists you are just inside of the ocean Uh uh-huh and at first it's like wow this is crazy but then eventually once you calm down and you're not moving too much all the fishes swim all around you they were everywhere there was a fish here and a fish here and a fish here and a fish here and i was like did you cry a whole new world (laughs) a dazzling place i never knew i didn't cry because i was my face was already wet that's fair it was wild it was formative it was amazing that's great everybody got then everybody got seasick (laughs) i didn't get seasick until the ride back but we did all get seasick out of that ocean it was it, it was funny because the first day of snorkeling was canceled because of the rough waves and while and the second day i think also would have been canceled but we chose to move to a bigger boat so the bigger boat was safer but it was uh it was awesome that's amazing it was wild Uh, lexi just put in the chat literally looked like a kid at his first christmas you know that makes sense i think that sounds like me (laughs) (laughs) well that's i'm glad you had fun yeah it was formative it was great guys if you want to hear more about my hawaii vacation put it in the patreon submit that you want a whole hawaii episode Give us those shekels and we can send Hawaii to Ho- Marcus to Hawaii and then we can do a whole Hawaii episode. That's right. the goal, guys. Right now, Join our current Patreon. goal on Patreon is to get to 30 patrons. It's mm-hmm. it, That would be a huge step for us. It would get us closer to being a pay, paying everything off. Not quite at that level, but it's one step closer. And at 30, we're going to mail out stickers to all of our patrons, all 30. So yes. join us now. We've got like 10 left. So be part of the exclusive group of being the first 30 patrons guys you want a sticker you know what to do but marcus that's enough about us they're not here for us they're here for the challenge oh yes whose challenge was it it was your challenge and you gave me kaguya-sama love is war nice nice love is war love is war nick this came out of fucking left field for me (laughs) i am up to date with all the hottest latest anime trends i watched top 10 anime of summer spring and fall i am a weeb through and through i've got fucking berserk posters in every shot of this podcast i've got a guts tattoo on my arm and yet i had never heard of love is war i'm gonna call it azure because i don't want to say <laughs> kaguyama sama every time so love is Kaguya-sama. war. come on kaguyama love is war 
is a huge anime. I don't know how it missed your radar. It has sold 15 million copies as of April 2020, 2021. And in 2020, the it won the 65th Shogakukan Manga Award. So it is awarded. How? It is how? highly rated. How does how, this come across your table? Like, what were you doing? Were you just surfing through Funimation? Were, oh, did a YouTuber recommend it? Like, how did you find this? And what made you watch it? Marcus, I love anime, but I will be the first to admit there are too many animes. It's <laughs> because it is overwhelming. There are there's every kind, every genre, and there's always a new one that's supposed to be the best that always disappoints you when you're a fan of the good old oldies that you end up just wanting to watch Naruto for the sixth time, mm -hmm. you know? I'm sure Jujutsu Kaisen is very good. I'm sure it's great for a new generation. I'm sure I'd be disappointed. I watched <laughs> Tokyo Ghoul when, when all the hype goes down to try to form my own opinion. My opinion is it sucks. I can't get through it. I feel like an old man that's yep. clinging to old animes that can't watch new ones. Everything but My Hero. And My Hero, let's be honest, is just like those old animes. 100%, yeah. But one of the YouTubers that I frequent that I know you do too is... Super Eyepatch Wolf, who is oh. a YouTube commentator and a web web essay maker. Like, what are those called? Web episodes? Video essays. I, I watch video essays. I mainly consume video essay content all day long. Video yeah. essays. Oh, before you before He's you continue. Oh, yeah. continue, continue. Finish your thing. I want to say something about Super Eyepatch Wolf before you no, move please. on. All I, I'm gonna lead you in. I'm gonna lead you in. Uh, all I Super Eyepatch Wolf is a great video essay maker on YouTube. He has his own Patreon, guys. Definitely go check out his YouTube channel. We highly recommend him. And that's where I heard of this anime okay now super i power 12 if you're listening go fuck yourself <laughs> just kidding i love him to death i love the guy i emailed him asking him to be on the podcast still no response so he's either he's scared of a challenge or he's too famous for us but <laughs> patchy Oh, Patchy, you are causing a rift in our friendship right now. Patchy, get at us. Mm -hmm. Tweet at us. Please let us know. All the Everybody that is listening to this episode that wants a collab between Now Try This and Super Eye Patch Wolf, slide into his DMs. Let's tweet go. at him. We will get him on here. He is not too big for us. We're too big for him. Uh, that's just a f uh, not true. That is just a fat lie perceptions of reality <laughs> is distorted when you are passionate fair enough fair enough fair enough but, but yes. he mentioned this when he was doing some shonen roundup or something in passing in another episode like he didn't do a full episode on it it was like just a small part of it he was talking about the manga and, and then years went by because the dub hadn't come out yet so i was like okay whatever and then and then i got busy with stuff and then i just happened to be working out and i needed something to watch and i hadn't used my funimation account in a little while i was like oh let me check out that love is war and i devoured this show really because listen listen i would say my favorite my favorite animes are definitely shonens i definitely love naruto dbz i also love full metal i love bleach but one of my favorites ever is love hina and I used to love watching Tenchi Muyo growing up. Ooh, Tenchi Muyo! I love, I love the romance aspect of the show. And even when I'm watching, like, Naruto, I'm sitting there fucking all about Naruto and Hina, Hinata getting together. Mm -hmm. I'm all about fucking Ichigo and Orihime's chemistry in the show. But you never get devoted to it in those big thugs because it's just not time. It's yeah. not what the show's about, right? Like... 
when Edward and Winry are like flirting the whole time and like fighting, and then obviously they're gonna get married someday, but you never get the chance to see it. That's disappointing. Yeah. But then, oh, <laughs> that's time for two. Just mentioned it too. I was so mad when Ed and Winry didn't kiss the end of Full Metal Alchemist. I agree. But that's a good point because I feel like Shonen's Shonen's often kind of skimp out on the romance, right? Because it's mm-hmm. t- it's like. The shonen genre is literally like young boys. It's for young boys. And I think yeah. it's evolved and like everyone in, can obviously totally. enjoy it. But they have this old like kind of mentality about it where it is like these little boys don't want to see people kissing, you know? But yeah. I'm a young do. boy. I'm a young I love boy. romance. <laughs> I see kisses. <laughs> I'm a young boy. I love romance. Give it to me in my anime. And then here's the thing about this show. This show takes the tropes and the things that I love about Shonen. The thing I love about Shonen is everything is at a 10. Everything is important. You flash back to those moments of when your parents died because it's life-defining. When Deku and Todoroki are fighting their battle. And he's like, it's your quirk. You use it. And it's like so fucking epic. I love that shit. And here we have a romance rom-com anime that uses those same tropes of shonen a hundred percent when that first episode happened and all those crazy big moments were happening and never stopped i was like fuck yeah and lexi was like watch this by yourself (laughs) (laughs) wait hold up she didn't like it your girlfriend didn't like it she didn't like that first episode so i watched the first season by myself and then she was like let me try this again now that you're doing it for the podcast and by the time i got to six or seven she was like making these faces Uh every moment and i was (laughs) like you don't like this and she's like "Uh, uh." (laughs) oh man what i'm sorry I'm sorry, because I get that's why we started this podcast, right? Like we started this yeah. podcast to share the things we love with each other, the things that we uh, we, we want to share with other people, but they don't get it, you know? They, they don't get us, they don't Marcus. Get us, but I get I'm you. Not God. I'm here for you. You get me. I get ah, you. You get me. All right, so Marcus, <laughs> you've never heard of this. You don't know what it was. Get me through sitting down, watching it only with my tagline of the death note for romance you you told me last episode episode that it was the death note for romance and i was like what Mm -hmm. the fuck are you talking about right like Uh -uh. we have this concept this this sub genre of shonen that is like a battle of the mind kind of anime so i was like okay it's like that i'm assuming but like for romance they have one that's like death note but for wine like that kind of thing for different things Super so, Eyepatch Wolf, I think, mentioned that one in the same episode he mentioned 100%. Love is War. Oh, really? It was the same episode? I think so. Okay. I guess the, the Love is War just didn't leave an impression. No, I remember the wine one. I don't remember this one. But yes, you're probably right. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm down. Let's watch it. And I sit down and I start watching the first episode. And it is the most dramatic shit <laughs> I've ever watched. It is so intense. Everything is at an 11 like it is just Mm -hmm. everything is at peak shonen peak anime bullshit like yeah yugi yugi about to summon the blue eyes white dragon to fucking fight the dark magician to fucking and if they and if they lose they all go to the shadow realm and it's about 
everything. Like every single little thing that there can be a choice about, there is an entire episode of drama attached to it. Mm -hmm. And it is, mm -hmm. it is wild. I, I watched wild. the first episode and I, I, I was laughing. I was having a good time and I was, I was impressed, but also I was kind of tired after the first episode. I was like, I cannot see how the first season's 12 episodes. I was like, I cannot see for 11 more episodes, me enjoying this or having the patience to, to, to deal with this heightened drama for everything. I think yeah. that most animes have lulls, right? Like they have downtimes and they have moments where it's not crazy tense all the time and everyone's trying to outthink each other. And I understand that this is like a comedy and a parody of that kind of stuff. So that's why it's also heightened. But after the first episode, I was like, oh man, how will they keep this up? That's so interesting that you say that though, because I think, I think this is one of the first, honestly, I think it might be one of the first animes that I've watched that feels so like an anthology like like I, I i can see that in every episode are like three chapters of a manga because each chapter is one of those moments yes and, and when if i was reading this every week or every month hell yeah because it's fucking you're you 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 the law is you pick you put down the comic 100%, right the law yes. is you're not there and it's wild because i was reading about how aka akasaka is the name of is the that artist. their name Aka Akasaka, that is yeah. fucking fantastic. I uh -huh. love it. It is. Aka Akasaka was writing another manga when his publisher needed, it was Young Jump, needed a casual rom-com series. So he's like, yeah, sure, I'll do one. And he, and he was thinking of it, and he thought of a random one. And he literally said, and I didn't know this until after, also at first, he wanted to do more intellectual battles like Death Note, but the theme changed more to clashing of romantic emotions. So his influence obviously sh shined yes. through because I was like, yeah, obviously. And he was even surprised at how it's taken off because he was like, I don't know. I didn't think it was anything special. I just, <laughs> I just made a robust copy. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a, it's chronological vignettes. I think I said this to Darren earlier where it's like, mm -hmm. it's not quite an anthology series because the episodes yeah. do take place like in chronological order you know but it's not until the last things, yeah. three episode three or four episodes where they actually start to reference earlier events but before that yeah. every episode has nothing to do with the other one it's just a new battle mm -hmm. it's and just you're... a new battle and just for those people who are still listening who hasn't watched it let's just go through a battle or two from the beginning the openings the the, yes. the first episode or two the first moment of the first episode is called I want to I want to make you invite me to a movie. Every episode, so, every fucking episode is what's I forgot their names. Ah, fuck. Uh, Miyuki and Kaguya. Miyuki? That's the woman, right? That's the guy. That's the guy. Miyuki, Kaguya. OK, Kaguya. So Kaguya, every episode, she's trying to get Miyuki to want her or to like to invite her to text her to do anything to make the first move and because they can't make the first move marcus because if they make the first move that gives all the power to their opponents yes 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 and they they don't want to show any weakness right because the way no. the intro starts is like love is war like love is great love is wonderful sure uh, but love is war and if you when two people love each other it makes for a battle that will never ever 
never be talked about. But behind the scenes, there is a winner and there is a loser. Love is war. That's exactly <laughs> it. Yep. And if and if you are the first person to say you're in love, then you are like a submissive to the other person and have to do whatever they want. And you are the weaker one in the relationship, which is obviously not true. And uh, obviously, I think the anime itself also disagrees with that notion. But it is the perception of these two characters. Yeah, which I love because Alexi was asking me, why do you like this so much? And I was like, you're just I feel I feel sorry for you, honestly, is what <laughs> oh I said, God. because because you've lost sight of what it was like in high school, in high school, in high school, when we were in high school. Uh -huh. This is what it felt like. Every arm touch, every word, every text, every interaction was life or death. And the 100%. high school circuits. 100%. If you say that wrong thing in that one conversation and let her know you like her too much or don't let her know you like her enough or say the wrong thing or don't pick something up, you're done. A hundred percent. Game yeah. over. Rushing, at, you know, after class to meet your the the person that you like or whatever. Hoping to hoping be there to at see the them. locker at the yep. right Hoping to be there at the locker at the same time that they're at their locker, just so you can talk to them for a minute. Dramatic high school bullshit. And then when you get there, you're like, hey, oh, you're done with class? Yeah, I'm headed to class too. When in your head, you're like, okay, I'm in here. All right, now you got to say the right thing. Now is the moment when you got to say something. You know, oh, she has a new haircut. Mention her haircut. No, don't mention her new haircut. That's sexual harassment. Don't do that. No, 100%. It's like, it's just so dramatic and it's amped up and it, it works perfectly for this age range. Yeah. So in that first episode, right, the first thing is they want you to invite me to a movie. So Kaguya does all this back matter to make sure that she has these move to that, to that, oh, fuck, what's her name? Fujiyaka. Fujiyaka. No. Fiji, Fuji, Fuji. <laughs> I'm, I'm like so a love is war characters. Fujiwara. Fuji, Fujiwara. Fujiwara, she got her free tickets to a movie that she can't see. So she has to offer them to the two of them. And she wants him to accept them and then invite her. But he needs her to take them and invite him. And the whole six minutes parts of that whole episode is just the back and forth of their great. It's it's you know what's funny I just realized in that moment the whole interaction was probably thirty seconds one minute oh yeah and they made a whole ass like episode about it <laughs> yeah because of all the internal dialogue <laughs> yeah. and all the they and do some great like scrub moments where they cut away and do great little bits yes and it's also like perfect for the shonen thing right because that is so typical of shonen like everyone knows yeah. the infamous Dragon Ball Z Frieza fight. That was like oh. the planet's gonna explode in five minutes, and then it lasts sixteen 30 episodes. episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's. And then also shonen. the the classic Death Note moments where it was, you know, he like L introduced himself, said hi, I'm L, and then time would freeze, and then you hear Light's inner monologue for five minutes, when yes. in reality it was half a second for him to explain. Oh hey, L, I'm light. And yep, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're like hearing all the fucking chess moves that he's making in his head. Oh, I love it. Yeah, as they're like staring at each other, and then they they fucking nail it. They fucking nail it. It's interesting though because I never, when you said, oh, I don't know if I keep this up for twelve episodes. I I didn't feel that because I um I I watched it in little spurts anyway. I was like mm -hmm. doing something. I was working out when I was first watching it. But I totally know I know what that's like. It's funny because pacing is something that's so different in anime compared to other things, right? Yes. Like 
the pacing of a like i i can't i feel like that's why anime is so hard to recommend to people sometimes because sometimes i'm like yes go watch naruto it's amazing no. how long is it uh it's 800 episodes it's 800 episodes also you have to have watched it when you're like a kid or and really also young. it doesn't get good until episode 435 yeah and also you should skip like 130 of of those episodes but randomly and also it's not over because it's still going yeah also uh actually maybe just read the manga oh what's manga? also the subs better than the that one. then you should maybe you should just read the manga but then go back on youtube and watch the fights <laughs> yeah no it is it, i am a firm believer that there is an anime out there for everyone. I think yeah. anime is is a medium. It's not a genre. And while it, there are certain anime tropes within the medium, that's that's true of any medium. There's certain TV tropes that are just inherently true to television that aren't and that are true throughout multiple genres, right? So like, it's the same thing. It's just the anime has different genres. So if you like sci-fi, there's probably a cool sci-fi anime for you, Cowboy Bebop, yeah. something like that. If you like fantasy there's cool fantasy like there's just if you like horror it's cool horror there's something out there for everybody speaking of cowboy bebop what do you think of the images that came out i am excited we talked about this a little bit in the group chat but i was saying that mm -hmm. cowboy bebop is kind of like this show where it's like chronological little segments where that take place one after another but like for the most part you can watch the show episodes in any order it doesn't really matter there are like a handful of episodes that actually do matter plot wise but because of that there's so much room to make a good show there's just so much room to like create new characters new stories you don't have to do a single thing there okay other than the story-based episodes which is like maybe five you don't have to do anything from the anime every single thing you do can be new and that's exciting because there's so much more room to not fuck things up if you don't have to that be faithful sense. to something, then you can wing it and write just a good story. Write a good space story and you're good. Include some dope ass jazz music and you have a good adaptation. <laughs> can you think of an example of an adaptation that took way more license that made it that make that made it better? Oh, no. I mean, the MCU does that, right? Like the MCU oh, takes yeah, the characters. Yeah, sorry, I was and thinking about like, anime. No, I'm, I'm sure there's anime too that does that. I, I, anime is one of those funny things that's pretty faithful to manga, except Full Metal Alchemist, right? Like that, like very famously, that one started off very yes. loyal, and then within like 20 episodes, was like we're just going to completely do this other An thing. Anime, so much so that they came out with another anime yes. that's more based on the manga. Anime has to change if it gets catches up to the manga. That's where you get fillers. That's where you get like bullshit changes that people hate or sometimes there's some really revered ones like the bleach filler that has to do with the zanpakdo's becoming sentient and trying to fight them like some people love that arc and that one's yeah. made up that one's not canon it's fair i skipped that one yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm excited i i've never seen cowboy bebop i think the images look really good i love the main actor guy i think he's great and he's the kind of person that is going to put his blood sweat and tears into something and he wouldn't do 100%. it he, he knows there's fans he knows what he's doing he understands how important it is and all the actors look great yeah. i mean and they got the corgi so yeah you know <laughs> I mean, also, you need? this is the perfect thing to adapt. Like I said, like it, it's hard to adapt anime things because you have to follow the anime style, making anime feel like it's real, like a real world that you've created also while having real people. It's just a jarring thing. 
Like Alita yeah. Battle Angel was pretty good. I think it was like the closest we got. It gotten. got close. It got close. I think it was scared to go 100%. I think, I think s- the things where it pushed worked, but it was yes. scared to go 100% anime. And those are the moments that didn't work. Yeah. I think Speed Racer, while it's not like the best movie, I think it captured like the zaniness of anime. Sure. But I feel like it lost. I don't know, the heart, something. It lost you something like it. in it. I like I, it. I, I, you <laughs> like it. You're a proponent. Guys, you can listen to a Speed Racer episode. I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> yeah, and Mark yeah. is like, the best movie ever. <laughs> no, it's not the best movie ever. But it it like <sighs> it was kooky and it felt like like you were watching an anime, which is yeah. something that I don't think anything else has really captured that's live action. Yeah. But to reinforce your point, like when you take the subject material and make it your own, then you get a great movie like the Death Note movie. And you know, oh, everybody no. knows that that was... That was oh, a no. great adaptation, and Netflix Netflix is one to one about their great Netflix, anime adaptations. Netflix, I don't know what they're doing, man. They're I, I'm nervous, but like I'm nervous. Netflix throws so much stuff to the wall. Yes, but that's no, is a story you have awesome. to actually follow. Like, yeah. see, that's a problem with that. Like, if you grab series that you want to see the beats of. If you're like, I want to see this moment, but live action, it's not going to do well because it's never yeah. going to be able to live up to the anime. Yeah. Yeah, and then something like Death Note, I think the reason I think I think it it tried to take this it tried to take the core, but it didn't keep like the the tone. Yeah. Right? Anime is so much about tone. So take something like this is stupid, and I don't know if anyone else even know what this is, but that thing that the stunt makers made that was My Hero Academia LA. Oh yeah. They yeah, made yeah. like a like a pilot episode almost about like mm-hmm. what that would look like if it was like kids in LA at, in the My Hero world. But live action, shit was dope. Yeah. Shit was one of the closest things I've ever seen to like a real anime. And I'm like, they fucking nailed it. Yeah. Why? Because they are fans. They care. And I think ultimately that's why that's what's going to be the deciding factor between the, all these Netflix things like how we yes. bop avatar i feel like there's more we're getting is there some um, there's my hero is in early talk somewhere uh, it has been but it has been for a while now yeah, yeah your name movie has jj abrams attached oh man i don't know i don't know i know well romance is know. different but uh, so much of that movie is just like wow look how beautiful it looks so i don't know if you could yeah. do the same thing with you could do the same thing with cinematography but like you would have to go to japan go to the locations that this is based on. oh no don't worry about marcus they've already said they're gonna change it to a story about white person and an indigenous woman uh american uh indigenous american woman so they did they're going to Why? yeah that's, that was the, let me let me find it your name your name like a native american woman american remake yeah uh why jj abrams also oh, ruined fuck. star wars so fuck jj abrams you know what sucks what the minari director was attached to it for a second god damn it and then they changed it to jj abrams well no jj abrams is producing it oh okay that's fine we'll receive an american spin in a chicago-based story no uh, what chicago's not as beautiful as the, the locations they had in japan let's see uh, it's reimagining I, that it takes place in the u.s deadline reported that the american version will follow a native american girl living in an unnamed rural area and a boy living in chicago however no one involved in the movie has claimed native american heritage and depending on the subject matter could become another aspect of cultural appropriation wow so fun previously so fun. the film was supposed to be held by mark webb however lee isaac chung from minari has been attached and now they are gone as well that means it's going to be bad anytime a bunch of directors leave an anime adaptation yeah. it's going to be bad oh and he was the minari director was supposed to rework it with M- emily v gordon co-writer of the big sick but now they're not involved anymore God but damn it. honestly maybe maybe if you go through enough directors it's gonna be good 
because yeah. I mean, how many times has the Flash movie changed directors? And obviously, that's going to be a great movie. That's going to be a fantastic movie. I can't wait for yeah. that. The f- the Flash, the the one with the guy from the movies that no one cares about anymore. Yeah, I oh, got it. Got it. Got it. That's that's going to be great. Love it. Ezra Miller, right? Mm-hmm. Best Flash. That'd be fine. I don't know Michael Keaton's going to be in it. So back to <sighs> Kaguya-sama, Love Is War. Marcus, before we get uh, too far into it, uh-huh. and I, obviously I feel like the first half of this series and the second half of this series are kind of two different discussions. I feel like you probably agree with that. Sure. Yeah. You know, uh, what are some of your what were, what were some of the your favorite games and moments of these first episodes? What were some that's like, wow, Man, I really loved that battle. <laughs> I I will say that every episode had no, that's not true. Almost every episode had moments that i like i was i watch a lot of anime and i don't think anime makes me laugh that much like i enjoy it but i'm not usually laughing and then having a good time i'm like i'm i don't know it's you know what i mean like it's different i'm having a good time but i'm not like it doesn't make me happy (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like you have stockholm syndrome I've just been watching anime so long. I have to keep watching anime. You have Stockholm syndrome, just like what's his face? What's the what's the treasurer's name? Sano? No, uh, Ishigami. Ishigami. Yes. Yes. No, I love the introduction of Ishigami. He just shows up. He's like this little emo boy, and he has a running bit where anytime he he like fourth or fifth episode, anytime he does something dumb, he's like, "I'm gonna go home because I want to (laughs) die." My favorite one was when he he goes. I want to go home. I I I would need to write my will. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> love that character. He's a great boil. So good. I love how He's Fujiwara great. is constantly messing up all the schemes. Like she is just this chaos element oh in God. all of their I plans. I love her. Fujiwara so is what good. makes the show so not like. Because if it was just Kaguya and Masuki, yeah, it would it would become it would become stale. It'd be like, okay, guys, okay, guys, because it would just be back. Nothing would happen. Yes, right? it yes. would just be a stalemate because yes. they're equals. It would just be a stalemate. But Fujiwara always shows up, does the thing, changes yeah. it, adds the chaos element. I would say the eats the, the food, does yes. the thing. It is a little formulaic in that it is like you said. They 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 each have an idea. They want something to happen. Then they form a stalemate. And then uh, some chaos element is 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 introduced and then they change things. Yeah, I think I one of my favorite aspects of the show is what you're saying. That formula. You're right. It is repeated. But the thing that makes it not stale for me is because we're keeping score. The narrator is literally letting us know who wins each battle. Yes. You know, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like you get invested because it's like, oh, Kaguya, come on, you can do it. Oh, this, <laughs> you got this one. And then when they fail, you're like, oh, they lost or like, yes, they won. Yes, or yes. it's a tie, yes. you know. You get invested in these in these formulas because it's like you're keeping score all the way up into the end. I will say this at, at the end of the first episode, I was like, man, I don't know how this is going to continue. At the end of the second episode, I had the same feeling. And I was like, <laughs> I had a good time. But how is this going to continue? And almost every episode I really liked. And I was like, fuck, they keep surprising me. I keep getting invested. The, whatever yeah. dumb premise the episode has where it's like, oh, no, she's sick. Who's going to bring her her homework and soup or whatever? Oh, and like, yeah. oh, no, we want to go to the movie but like 
how are we going to trick the other person to asking us the movies? Mountain or, or ocean. Mountain or ocean. Or, hey, I want to, it's raining and I want to like walk with her under the umbrella. And I also love the dramatic explanation from the narrator of like everything and like why it is dramatic and that why it narrator. is a big Let's deal. Let's talk about that narrator. Talk about the narrator. Narrator is doing so much work on this show. Narrator <laughs> yes. is like, really, he is the piece that combines all these little vignettes he's like mm -hmm. coming in explaining why it matters why it's important hyping up all of the drama and the tension <laughs> and also commenting on it in a funny way yeah he is the i listened for just a second to the sub to listen to that voice actor who's doing a completely different thing too but also hyping them up the the actor that is doing the narrator is his own character he brings such life to it there's compilations on youtube because people just love the fucking angst and hijinks that the narrator is bringing <laughs> to everything because he is he is going wild all the time he is invested he is throwing shade at them he is being our omnipotent overseer but he's also like hanging out with us telling jokes the whole time it's great it's like a sports announcer yes right? yes 100 percent. yes it's like a sportscaster it is they are so integral to making it not as boring as it actually is because nothing happens for yes. most of this show yeah and that it's is also, an argument anybody could say yes it's a pacing <laughs> thing right like yeah. i will talk about death note i I've never watched Death Note because it's too slow. I've read you never Death, watched Note. Death Note. I've oh, read right. Death Note. I've never watched it because it's too slow. I like reading. I like, like you said, I like being able to put it down when I'm done and then come back to it. And that's the break I'm getting. I like reading at my own pace. When things involve heavy story and heavy talking, I like to read it because I can get through it faster than watching an yeah. episode of something. So, or ponder it yourself, like you have your yes. own pauses, right? Yes, exactly. And also, like, when you're watching a show, they're deciding what, like, manga is leading you and, and deciding what's important and what's dramatic, but you can, like, take pauses and like, holy fuck, what's going to happen next, you know? And whereas yeah. anime is guiding you more to be like, yeah. you care about this. This is an important moment, you know? And how funny, because that's considered like one of the good ones, right? A hundred percent. It is one of the good and ones. Still too, and still not paced right, quite yes. right for you, how yeah. your brain works. Yeah, exactly. Watching. Yeah. I was like, I like anime adaptations of manga, but I like them when they have fights in them or something interesting visually. And yeah. to be fair, Death Note, the anime does a lot to make all those inner dialogues interesting, but totally it's just easier for me when i'm reading it hey you don't have to explain it i totally get that and i and i and i know i know both worlds right like i like i i'm a purist about some stuff like i haven't watched any berserk animes at all and i don't mm -hmm. intend to because i had the perfect experience reading it of course and i don't i don't want anything else i i want that image in my head i want that pacing in my head i want the voices how i hear them in my head mm -hmm. but then again you know naruto i watched it and then i read it and then i watched it you know and it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. they're both they both play sacrosanct for different reasons in my head you know and honestly now that we're away from this one i probably am going to at some point try to find this to also read yes because i i feel like it, it'd be really good because yeah. like the like you said the, the you can tell that the, the writing is there the writing is what's good mm -hmm. right and, yeah like these and characters are really fleshed out action is interesting to read too because like you you're reading it and some creators spend so much time on the line work and really making oh. it interesting and beautiful but then it's translated to anime and sometimes you can lose things or sometimes in like naruto's case it can add more to it right so like i think those naruto, are the good yeah. things that get you're like i want to see the anime adaptation of this like i read chainsaw man 
and I I liked it a lot. I thought it was great. And but I'm excited for the anime adaptation because I want to see those fights. I want to see those big moments. I want to see how the animation studios handle it. So that's exciting. But I could see myself maybe reading this instead of watching it. Yeah, I think it's funny that you mentioned that because I think Naruto's artist and writer, I forget his name, is amazing. And he does really good in fights. Mm -hmm. But I also want to watch them. But something like Taito, Taiti, Taiti Kubo's who does bleach i think he maybe maybe in my head fighting with the berserk guy is the best action like his mm-hmm. his fucking artwork is fucking yeah. killer kubo's yeah, yeah. art is fucking slick almost to a fault like his story suffers because his art's so good like yeah, sometimes I mean, he only <laughs> focuses on art and it's like dude what's the story 100 <laughs> percent. i think the bleach creator is like one of the best mangaka out there like he he draws yeah so beautifully and i feel like there are there are definitely arcs where he, he lost it a bit but i don't think yeah. that was his fault and he was like stressed yeah. and everything but yeah well he was sick at the end and he got canceled it was, mm-hmm. it was a whole thing at the end you know people really complained about like the empty backgrounds they say he hates backgrounds yeah but really if you're uh if you are a apologist like i am i would say he's just really into negative space <laughs> wow wow i love you that. like that i love how you spin you like it that? it's it's perfect yeah. that was great but here we are in kaguya sama and before we get to too much i want to i do want to mention that it's interesting because i was reading the wiki on uh, the the show and how the guy didn't think it Aka, akasaka didn't think that this was gonna really take off and how he purposely made everybody really bare bones at the beginning they're all archetypes they're all tropes like you know kaguya you know masuki yeah. you know Figuara, you know who they all are right off because you've uh-huh. seen them a million times honestly they're nothing special at the beginning yeah. they're totally not they're total archetypes but, the, but then through all these battles he's actually doing this really cool thing where they really are growing they really yes. are like learning and changing this very subtly very slowly and it's like that first battle is way different than the fifth battle yeah. it's way different than the 10th battle it's there's actually like things happening and changing as they yeah. go you know like her walls and his walls are coming down slow but they're coming down super slow but they're coming down i i would say Uh, that you can tell that even within the anime episodes like in episode 12 it's like you can tell that he is giving these characters weight he cares about them he cares about what's happening he's connecting the stories and the plot lines a little bit more he's giving like there's higher stakes than than whatever dumb high stakes they decide to make up in the moment like he's actually giving like oh no she she's gonna leave for the summer so you have to like there's a time limit on trying to make this work and stuff like that yeah which is really good um do you think how do you think you would have you like i don't know i know your high school experience sort of but like did you ever have to feel like love was a battlefield for you did you ever like think up these like crazy was a battlefield for me i my brain works in the way that this anime works like when i read battle when i read battle of the mind stuff i'm like someone gets it someone (laughs) understands how my brain works at all times i'm like i'm just fucking playing chess in my head and being like okay 
okay, if I do this thing, then this thing's going to happen. If I say this thing, then this thing is going to happen. If I do this thing, then that's going to happen. If I do this, then that could lead to this. And that, that's going to lead to that. And like all the time, my brain is doing those things. And it just, I mean, like some people may say it's just anxiety. Fuck you. <laughs> but it's just how it is. And so, yeah, in high school, definitely had that thought, you know, I was a lonely, lonely kid in high school in terms of the ladies. And I was like, if I do, if I say this thing to this person, then maybe, maybe they'll be interested in me. Or if I, if I start to like this thing, or if I listen to this music, or if I try to like watch this show or get into this thing or hang out with this person, like then they'll notice me. Well, let's see if all that practice can help you survive Kaguya-sama's Battlefield Alive. Marcus, roll the clip. I hate you so much. <laughs> now try this trivia. Now try this trivia. Now trivia. Now trivia. Now trivia. This. And we are back. Marcus, I have 10 questions here to see if you could survive the battlefield of Kaguya-sama. I'm going to okay. give you a scenario, and then I'm going to give you multiple choice, and you're going to pick whichever you would, not the right one, what you would choose. Okay. So like a BuzzFeed quiz kind of thing. So exactly We're, like a BuzzFeed quiz. Okay. Like I'm like, I'm, I mean, which they did in the episode. Yup. <laughs> That's exactly right. So Marcus, you okay. gave movie tickets to your friend uh -huh. to give to your crush so they'll give them to you how will you proceed will you a ask to go to the movies with you once you see they have the tickets b suggest they ask you in a more passionate way three throw away your plans and refuse or d casually wait for them to ask you to go i would huh, i know <laughs> what my answer is but uh -huh. I don't think any of them exactly it match it. This is the show. Be like the show. Okay. Talk through Here's it. Here's what I would do. I would, after doing all that, I would mention. It's not intense enough. I would mention how much I want to watch the thing. I would talk about the thing, whatever, if it was tickets for like Die Hard. I'd be like, man, I am so hyped for Die Hard. I would love to go to see that movie. Ugh, if only someone could take me to see that movie. Too bad I don't have the money to go see it myself. If only someone had an extra ticket. Uh, I would do that and plant the seed. The seed that's like, ah, uh, yes. And now, hopefully, with that information, they would then pick up on the hint and put the two and two together and be like, ah, uh, yes, I have a ticket. He wants to see the movie. I like him. Let's go together. That's what I I'm see, thinking. I can see why you were so single for so long. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. I was a baby. <laughs> I didn't know. I got game now. I well, Marcus, game what now. now? What would you do? Now? Yeah. Would you ask to go? Would you suggest to them to ask more passionately? Would you refuse to go? Or would you just wait for them to ask you? I would wait for them to ask me. Casually wait for them to ask you. Okay. Marcus, your recent crush. No, your crush recently got a new phone. Okay. And you want their contact info for an app. Mm -hmm. Let's say the line app. Fun fact, the line app paid the anime a lot of money. So they actually used the line app. In That's the interesting. Anime. Line is very popular yeah. in Japan anyway. It's Nice that they got money to just promote a thing that they would have probably said anyway. You're not wrong. You know, it's funny. You went to, you went to, you have, you have a marketing background and what you just, your, the argument you just posited is an argument against all everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, I just mean in that situation. So everybody that's a name. Everybody right. that's a name doesn't advertise. No, I mean, you're right. Twitter, Coke is. Uh, Twitter needs to advertise. Get, get those last holdouts. 
you know get the olds yeah. on twitter or just get people to okay so your crush recently got a new phone and you want their contact info how do you ask do you a eventually they'll ask me so i can wait until what they do b i'll just ask them normally c realize you have the wrong phone and can't or d get the info from a friend i would ask them directly because i think it was either that or get the info from a friend but if i got the info from a friend they and they don't want me texting them then i cre- creating an awkward situation for them but if i ask them directly and i give uh-huh. them my intention say hey so what's your number i just want to like i would create an excuse in that situation I'm like oh like we're talking start a conversation about something that i know we both like and then kind of cut the conversation off early and then be like <laughs> oh man uh, you know what if, if you give me your number we can continue the conversation later and then leave that's pretty good that's pretty good and then leave <laughs> it's the middle of your, it's the middle of the school day and i'm going home now <laughs> and i'm going to cut the rest of my classes for the day so, so i don't die of embarrassment <laughs> that's funny i think that makes me think of two things one that there was only one time i ever asked for someone else to give me someone else's number her name was donna and i called her i think it was it was either early high school or late middle school and i called her I said, hey, do you want to go see this movie with me? She said, sure. Who else is going? Oh, that would have broken. And me. I said, and I said, whoever. So I went with a group of like eight kids to go see a rom-com. We <sighs> didn't even sit next to each other. That's how it is. That's how it is in high school. You're like, oh, let's go go hang out. And then the, the person that you actually want to hang out with, you don't talk to at all. And then just to add the creepiness even more, the I think the next girl after that that I like legitimately asked out on a date, mm-hmm. you know how I got her phone number? How? The phone book. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you just aged yourself so hard. And and best part, when I called her, I had to call her multiple times because the first time I called her, I heard dial up. She was on the internet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> all right marcus next question a mysterious letter arrives for you allegedly from your crush how do you react to the letter i do you oh, a okay. ask them directly as soon as possible do you b see if they act nervous around you c that letter can't be from your crush so i'll ignore it or d get a friend to investigate about the letter i know Man, what i would do. I, I feel like i'm trying to i'm trying to put myself back in high school well, all these questions i'm trying to answer what high school marcus would have done because oh, okay. adult Marcus now is like, I don't give a shit. Just ask them. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, just fucking, I would, I'm very direct. Hey, I would Leslie, just ask them. is this love letter from you? A hundred percent. That's what I would do. <laughs> I, I have learned to take situations into my own hands and, and approach it head on instead of just like mm. being a coward about it. But mm. in high school, what were the options again? I would have hid whatever hiding and, and pretending it, you never saw it. <laughs> okay. So you, you ignore it. A hundred percent. I would have just ignored it. Okay. Your crush keeps. I was gonna say because my fear would be it was secretly from bullies or something. That's what I think. So in second grade, we all had cubbies. One day, I found a note in my cubby from my crush. It was signed J N. Her name was Jordan. Her birthday was also on Valentine's Day, so I thought we were destined to be together. It was second grade, and it was a love note saying that she wanted to be my girlfriend and to meet in the park that weekend at a certain time. I took that letter. I put it in my bag. I told no one and I went to that park and I remember very vividly because it was cold. It was the middle of winter and I brought Pokemon Silver with me to pass the time while I waited. <laughs> Nobody showed up. And then the next day, somebody asked me if I went. Oh, and no. I was like, no, of course I didn't go. And then I found out that 
every single other boy except me in the classroom wrote that letter and gave it wow. to me. Does that include Joseph or was he that includes fucking Joseph, that son of a bitch. <laughs> my best friend made me wait a park in the cold for Jordan Novelli. That son of a bitch. What a Judas. Exactly. Fun fact. Joseph's been my best friend since second grade. I haven't been his best friend since like middle school. It took a while. It was a it was a it was a invade uh-huh. and it, it was a Stockholm syndrome situation. Yeah, I ingratiated yeah. myself yep. into his life and I made myself his only friend and then he couldn't get rid of me. 100%. Honestly, kind of what I did for Marcus too. That's my move. <laughs> I don't go nowhere. I got one move, baby, and it works 100% of the time. I got one move and it's not too lead. <laughs> <laughs> so I know what that's like. <laughs> Next question. Okay. Your crush keeps bringing elaborate lunches and you want to try them. What's your plan to get a bite? Do you... Act as if you're starving, so they'll be forced to give you some food. Are you too prideful to ask, so you sit there and hope they'll eventually offer some? You glare at your crush until they offer. Or you offer to trade lunches. There's no way they can refuse. I would say I talk about how hungry I was. I'm like, man, ugh, that food just 100%. looks so good. Yes. <laughs> It just looks wow, so good. It just looks so delicious. I am salivating. How did you, how did you make? How did you make that? Oh, really? I've oh never. Oh my god! Really? Whoa, oh, what spices? I've never had. I, I don't. You cooked it yourself. I've never. I can't. Wow. I yeah. I wonder what it tastes like. I've never had. Blah 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 blah. Can I try some? Yes. A. Which honestly is easy for me because I've never tried almost anything. Okay. Next question. Where is the best place to go for a summer trip, Marcus? Is it A? So go to the beach. Summer is all about the beach. Is it B? What if we just stay close to home instead? What about C? Let's go to another city and see the sights. Or is it D? Go into the mountains, which means camping. I am not a beach person at all. Darren loves the beach and I don't hate the beach. I am just not the beach person. I don't I don't understand the Get appeal it. of it. It doesn't make sense to me. You can't do anything at the beach. Like <laughs> you should be able to do something. Like I, I can't do anything there. I have to just kind of lay there and Marcus get burned. We need, we need to go to the beach together with our girlfriends so they can go enjoy the beach. Uh huh. And we can go do something else. Yeah, we can play. We can play can gym. We can bring some spike ball. We can like do stuff at the beach. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good. Let's do that. <laughs> I agree. So, so is that what we're picking? No, not beach. No, mountains. <laughs> Fuck beach. What what was the other one? Mountains, city, or stay home. Close to home. Mountains. Mountains. Fun fact, during when we went to Hawaii, there was something called the Road to Hana, which is basically this treacherous road that leads all across the island with all these pit stops. So you like reset your odometer mm-hmm. so you know what mile marker you're at. And every mile, every half mile, there's something else to look at. There's all these falls, there's all these hikes. Oh, cool. And we had this guidebook that was really, really nice because it told us all the stops, but it also told us, hey. We know in this very specific spot, if you go off of the trail in this one spot, there's actually, and go walk for a half an hour, there's a fall that nobody knows about, and you have all the way to yourself. So we did it, and we, it, there was this bridge, and we went like through this back trail, and we went hiking through the rocks. Mm-hmm. We had to go very slow because Lexi's scared of heights, <laughs> but we got through all the rocks, and at the end was a secret waterfall that we were all alone at, just the whole really? family. And it was, it was fucking beautiful i swam in a waterfall a private waterfall that we had to hike a half an hour in the middle and walk upstream to get to it was so cool 
That's awesome. I I mean, considering it's a secret waterfall that they published in the guidebook, I feel like I I was expecting the story to be like, and then there were a hundred people there. <laughs> but that's well, the awesome. Pro- the thing is, the, it's a guidebook, so how many people use guidebooks anymore? Uh-huh. But also, the guidebook was like, it's it's, it's not that it was, it's just nobody else as of publishing that guidebook had ever written about it. Oh, so it's like, okay. you know, you know, it's not like everybody goes to the secret waterfall. It's like, no, we found this, and no one else has published about it. Yeah, that's interesting. Like it, like it doesn't even have a name. The falls doesn't have a name. Oh, that's pretty cool. It was sort of, yeah, it was pretty amazing. I like it. Next question: You and your crush play. 20 questions okay and you think the answer is you how do you how do you make sure do you a look this is a ruse it has to be something else b use specific questions to make sure it's about you c i'm just gonna assume it's about me d time to answer immediately because i'm very sure i would be too embarrassed that it would be about me so i would go Mm. b okay i would say leading questions like oh I know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> That's my move. I like that. All right. Look, your crush has cat ears on. What's your reaction? Do you scream internally? Do you find a way to get a picture? Do you glare intensely? Or do you put on cat ears as well? Picture sounds creepy, which happened in the anime. It was like, he was like, I need to get a picture of this. I don't think I would also put on cat ears because unless she was feeling like self-conscious and needed someone to like wear cat ears with her, then I'd be like, yeah, totally. I'll wear cat ears too. Make you feel better. I think I would just scream internally mainly. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, three more, Marcus. You want your crush to text you, but you won't text first. So what's the best way to get that text? You just keep waiting. They'll text eventually, right? You give in and you text first. You ask a friend for advice while they also call them for you. Or what if I tell my friend to text them to text me? That way I still get the text. Ah, love is war. This is so complex. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. Marcus, I remember all the times in college where you had a girlfriend the whole time, but I did not. And we would sit there and wonder how to text this girl and yep, that girl. 100%. And it would be everybody's favorite pastime. How is good. Nick going to get? It was good. And You're we like, did, oh, I want to hang out with this great. person, but it was a fun time. I feel like, yeah, I would just I would just text him. I don't have the patience. I feel like, you know, I, I did that in the days of AIM. If there, if there was someone I was interested in, just oh, message yeah. them. Now you're dating yourself. Yeah. Marcus, it's raining outside and you want to share umbrellas. What do you do? Do you A, act as if you forgot your umbrella? B, guilt trip your crush into thinking you forgot your umbrella and that they have one to share? C, propose you share half of an umbrella? Or D, umbrella from a friend? I would propose the sharing of the umbrella. If Ooh. if it was involving my crush, I'd be like, uh, like, uh, can we share an umbrella? Please. I need some Guys, sport of human interaction. Can we can we calm down in the chat? We are trying our best here. We're not that old. Can we oh, just uh, focus on this game right We're now? We're young Don't and hip. A little we, are, we are the age of the average YouTuber. Okay. We are watching we are watching an anime about high school romance. We are not old. <laughs> did you say hip? We sure did. So last question. A friend keeps making you laugh by saying a specific word. How do you not allow your crush to also say the word? You immediately run out of the room. You do your best not to laugh at anything. You interrupt and make sure your crush never says the word. Or you cover your ears to try and not hear if they say it. What was C? Interrupt and make sure your crush never says the word. 
that one because i mean the word was oh, wiener and that was a great segment on the episode i loved it it was it, he she was she laughed every time she heard so wiener stupid. because she was yeah. so immature and so inexperienced and her crush was like gonna say the word wiener and she didn't want to laugh at it and be embarrassed my favorite thing was when Fugiao was like, oh, what's that one type of dog? And he like said the other kind. He yeah. just like he couldn't get it. It was very yeah. funny. What's another name for a hot dog? Frankfurter. Frankfurter. Marcus, here are your results. Victory! You managed to navigate through all of the treacherous circumstances placed in front of you and you achieved victory over your crush. Now, they're guaranteed to ask you out. Nice. Well, it's not guaranteed, but maybe you're one step closer to making it actually happen marcus congratulations hell yeah you might not have been that uh, uh good in high school but you are now doing great you have crushed it i feel like i was i was the trope of like the best friend who secretly was in love with their best friend kind of thing oh my crush oh, asked me out in the chat totally oh my god look it worked yes i do oh want to go out with you well marcus you. you can't go out we have that policy about never dating fans oh yeah sorry you can do if you donate i'll go out with you <laughs> Yes, only Marcus is only allowed <laughs> to go out with you if you whore yourself out. If no, he, if he can whore himself out. No, thank you. Yes, I will. I am doing the whoring here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. All right, Marcus. That was great. I'm glad I won. What you did one. I was gonna say all so, this brings me back to high school of of like yeah. I don't know if you did this, but like I always had a girl best friend that I was secretly in love with, and yep. it wasn't a secret to anybody except for her except maybe it wasn't even to her and she just thought i was gross or whatever and i would like i think yeah. buy her stuff even though i didn't have any money i'd like try to get whatever oh i could and like every valentine's day get her things whichever girl it was Ugh, it was so stupid i was such an idiot i hated myself so much and that's why when i when it was like in high school it continued and then towards the end of high school i was like i'm not gonna do this i'm gonna fucking stop this this is i'm a fucking pathetic loser and i need to stop and then i became a chad and that's how it works <laughs> <laughs> you just went completely in the other direction marcus as a chad listen i was the same i was the same for middle school i mean honestly i i fucking my hormones hit quick i was that way in elementary school and in middle school that's what i was saying i was like that school. in elementary school yeah but but i got lucky because i got my first girlfriend at 15 and then i i got more sure of myself and was able to just ask people out that's pretty uh, good. and i had <laughs> many girlfriends in high school i had a total of like four or maybe wow. five. Oh, I, know. I know i know i know it's pretty impressive i it had girlfriends in impressive kindergarten and then skipped until i was 18 no girlfriends <laughs> i am not going to be the one to tell you that doesn't count <laughs> i don't think it counts. i'm not either. gonna i don't think I, it don't, counts. <laughs> I think you know what it's funny this this make me remember tiffany pagan who was a friend her sister was my sister's best friend so we had to hang out when we were like really really young and at one point it was kind of what you're describing but it was also like she like led me on a little bit because at one point i remember on a loose leaf piece of paper we wrote down what our children's names would be. Oh, my God. And we chose between which of our last names it would be. And that's the extent of our romance. That's the extent. <sighs> that's, you know what? that's all of it. You that was all this, the whole romance. You know what this anime is missing? At least if it wants to be related to me. The best friend who dates everyone and, and uh, that you say you have a crush on. You tell him in confidence Whoa. that you have a crush on, him, on them. And then he goes and dates them for like a week or two, whatever. Damn. That's that's what it's missing. I hated that. That hurts so much. Oh, man, Marcus. That does suck. I, mm -hmm. I had a friend that dated all my exes. Oh, no. <laughs> 
actually actually i mean that that didn't happen once we know this is a running gag between us and our friends my my friends get with my exes which honestly if you look at it one way not me very flattering for, I, for I everyone Marcus, listening not me <laughs> I didn't do that. I am excluded in this in this uh, survey. Mm-hmm. It's happened like five or six times. It, it's not like an exclusive thing. And it's not an exclusive person. It's like lots of it's like all my friends, but Marcus and Joseph. <laughs> but here's the thing. Maybe I should maybe I've been looking at it wrong this whole time. Maybe I should oh, look okay. at it like, wow, wow. <laughs> I am getting with some fine honeys <laughs> if everyone <laughs> wants wants a once, that's, uh, once I mean, Nick, what I've put down. I'm not going to take that away from you. <laughs> that's probably what it is. And Marcus, you resisted that forbidden fruit just for uh-huh. the sake of our friendship. 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. And honestly, can I be honest? Yeah. Eternally grateful because honestly, you could have <laughs> probably got it too. Uh, 100%. With, uh, with how the track record of all those things went, 100% you could have gotten it with some of my exes. I appreciate it. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> Thank you for for that mm-hmm. i guess uh, for that vote of confidence mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> thank you thank you for being that guy so oh my god there's all these freaking and during the game we also mentioned a whole bunch more all these games and things some of one of my favorites is the mountain and ocean thing they both perfectly argue their mountain and ocean mm-hmm. and then kaguya remembers about fukushima's endowment from puberty oh, she's got big yeah, boobs yeah, yeah, yeah. and then she realized why would she want to go to the beach with her and then she completely negates every single argument she says and it just it's 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 lovely it's really great i love uh are there any earlier ones that you really liked no i love that too i love i love the chaos element that fujiwara brings like yeah this show would not be the same without her and then you introduce ishigami the emo boy and he adds like Mm -hmm. an interesting element he's like a little bit of an incel and it's kind of yeah but in a charming kind of way it's you know yeah. in a funny way that never feels too gross he doesn't hate he doesn't hate women yeah i don't think he hates women i think he just is a stupid young boy you know yeah and it works so well it works so well. and yeah. they introduce a chaos element and i like seeing that i'm i want to see what season two has to bring though like there was one ep- episode 11 i didn't like that was the only episode I didn't like because nothing really happened. It was just a lot of like slow, nothing. That episode had a part two and that's where all the stuff happened. So I understand if maybe the first one, it didn't even feel like setup, but it was just telling us that nothing was happening. It was like Miyuka's does nothing all summer long, blah, 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 blah. The episode with the ramen guy. I, I don't know if I like the, somebody just mentioned the chat. I don't know if I like the ramen segment. I don't know if I love it or hate it. I don't yes. know. I like was it. I, I thought it was dumb and then I liked it at the end of it and i was like "Eh, (laughs) that's fine but the episode overall it was just like why is this here it feels off it has nothing to do with her developing romance i want to see for season two i want to see miyuki and kaguya have some kind of romantic interaction that is touching or confessing that they like each other maybe they go on a date like i want to see some level of progress and see how the sort of like war that they're in in their own minds plays out during that interaction i think that would that's the next step for me 
And I want to see Fujiwara have a romance. I want to see his sister maybe have a romance. I want to see Ishigami have a romance. Not necessarily together, but like I want to see more people get involved. I don't disagree with you, but I feel like you've never watched an anime and you're not going to get a single one of those things. (laughs) I'm hopeful! Uh, But just to uh, backtrack a little bit, because I think the one of my one of my favorite whole my whole sequences and honestly it's right before Lexi gave up on the show so it's a shame but when Kaguya gets sick that whole interaction between her trying to wait for him to give him a ride when that tsunami came mm-hmm. and that was the first moment where it like hit me that like wow Kaguya's changing she is like she's not mad she's sad yeah that her plan didn't work at the beginning she's mad she's yes. mad every time but then halfway through the show it starts changing to like sadness mm-hmm. and it not working because she's like likes everything about uh, Miyuki <laughs> yes and yes, then yes, yes. but and then that causes her to get sick which also causes a great interaction because after that they play that really fun game to see who's going to bring her her homework but it ends up being Miyuki and that whole interaction when one of them is overthinking and not the other one really lets Miyuki have like a vulnerability that he hadn't had up until then. Like it yeah. really showed like he like is a caring person and really cares for her. And like the way they ended up like in bed was just so cute. And then yeah. how it, and then that feeling she had after that of, wow, I'm pissed he was in my bed, but I'm also pissed he didn't touch me. Yeah, that was it's weird. so like, it was no, weird. I think it's real. Like I get it. Like I get, you never like, I've been there where I'm just like, man, you pissed me off, but also like you pissed me off. Like, like, <laughs> like, like you just pissed me off both ways. I, I, I don't know if I've ever been there, but I get I get what you're saying. I get I understand that. Like the, yeah. the inaction pissed her off and also the fact that you did the thing pissed her off. But this this series can go on so much longer. There's so much there's so much good stuff that's been set up in the first season that like if he continues to care about it could be good right like you have the fact that he's poor and the school is about like the best and the most successful people he comes from a poor family he's trying really hard like we relate to that that's a relatable thing and then that fact that she's rich like maybe maybe they actually start to date parents get involved and they don't want her dating a poor person or whatever you know like yeah there there's so many things they could do they graduation colleges maybe they fall in love by the time they have to pick colleges and they have to go through the hardship of picking whether or not they want to stay together and go to the same college or if they want to like separate do long distance stuff like that like i want to see all of that you just want to see life <laughs> i want to describe it that's the best part of creating interesting characters, right? Like when yeah. you create interesting characters, when you create an interesting world, they feel fully fleshed out. And all you want to do is see them live in this world. Yeah. yeah. I think all those sequences, all the things you just described in the template of this show, this heightenedness, I think you're right. I think it would really, really captivate. It would really, really sell. And honestly, as the things you're talking about, it's like, I'm already like, I can relate to that. I make less money than my girlfriend. So I do the love is war inner dialogue every time something comes up of like whether or not i'm paying for dinner we're splitting it you know what i'm saying and i'm like i would love to see that in a show it made me feel great (laughs) knowing that i'm not the only one out there (laughs) that thinks about things like that yeah but somehow it's like super relatable right like yes we're not these people but there are when you find characters that are specific when they have their own emotions you can find ways to relate to them and yeah throughout the show especially here at the, the by the end you know you're sitting there like really rooting for them and really like finding ways to relate to them Mm -hmm. i love it yeah and then of course you said 
while 11 episode 11 isn't your favorite it leads into episode 12 which is i think great which is the whole fireworks scene because it's it is it really gets kaguya to that breaking point summer's going by they haven't seen each other she's literally just admitting to herself i like him i want to see the president and she's not like i don't want to win i don't want to date him yeah i just want to see him i just want to see my friends her assistant her maid is like you keep waiting for him to take action and if you care about him you need to just go and it leads to them both trying to meet each other at the same time missing each other and it turns out she has to leave to hang out up like in her estate in another city and so she Mm -hmm. wants to go see the fireworks so she escapes to go see the fireworks he comes to her house he sees that it's like a double it's not her it's this whole thing just to try to go see fireworks together and you are i was heartbroken because i was like fuck they didn't do it they didn't do it and then when miyuki shows up and in, in that like heroic moment yeah to grab kaguya i was like <laughs> he did it he, he grabs it. her the fireworks are over and he's like there's still fireworks in the shinjuku or whatever and he gets like let's go chiba, chiba. And they drive to to mm-hmm. get to the fireworks in time, and they do, and it's, it's amazing. It's great, and it's a great, great fucking romance moment because right there in her in her in her in her monologue, she's like, "We got to the fireworks, but I didn't see them because all I could do was stare at the president. I'm I so, couldn't even hear the fireworks over my beating heart." I'm so mad they didn't kiss. I get it. I know it's anime, whatever, but they need to kiss. Like anime, they they kiss. We're adults now. I just because we're adults doesn't mean that the people they're writing it for aren't adults, but people kiss it's a thing it's okay marcus i have good news and bad news for you the good news is the show is popular so popular that there is a season three coming the bad news is the fact that there's a season three coming probably means they haven't kissed <laughs> but okay that's true also just the the, the kissing thing right chainsaw man mm-hmm. is shown in jump right yeah, yeah this chainsaw, is a jump. chainsaw this man is something else. sure 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 but Sh- Chainsaw Man is Shonen Jump. Shonen Jump is the most mm-hmm. quintessential, like, four boys. We're not going to have them kiss. We're not going to have them whatever, right? Yeah. There's kissing in Chainsaw Man. So mm-hmm. we can do it. It's a new age of, of manga and anime. We can we can kiss now. Well, when I click the Wikipedia for Weekly Young Jump, which is what this premieres in, the picture that it shows is of a bear wearing a top hat. So I don't know if that's what they're about. <laughs> I want to Google if they kiss. So oh, many of the feature series are known to contain heavy violence and a fair amount of sexual content. Many of what? The mangas in Weekly Weekly Young Jump. Nice. Let's go. Oh, Gans Gans E is in this. Oh shit, that has titties. So yes, they can kiss. Huh. Oh, and Gans, regular Gans too. Okay, there's so many titties yeah. in Gans. So I'm hoping there are a lot of titties in Gans. Tokyo Ghoul is in. I don't Young know if Jump. that has titties. What's the titty rating on? It has that? a lot of. It has a lot of violence. Wait, hold on. I was about to look at it. What the fuck? There's no titty rating. I don't. How do I? You want me to Google it? Like, what do you want? What the fuck you want me to do? Oh my like, god! Oh, wait, hold on. Are, are there titties in Tokyo Ghoul? We need to know. I was gonna Google it. What the titty rating is? Oh, I love. Is it. there nudity in Tokyo Ghoul? There's a few, but not much. There's like two shower scenes where it's just one panel, actually, in Kanika is depicted as naked in some of his dreams. Itori pulls up her skirt. Ita, wow. Ita is shown eating a penis. Someone and Reese's breasts are shown. Not much, but yeah, there is. Edit. Not, not- and the parts where Kaneki farts certain people in a lab and Matsurai goes gay. That's... Not, I recall with so many things about that. Not much, but here are the five specific cases of titties. I love <laughs> oh that. Oh my god, that's so much. Well, I, the answer came out immediately. Let's it wasn't, make I a didn't website. Let's make a website 
if we get sponsored by Squarespace, our, our website is going to be titty ratings of animes. Like, what is the quality of the titties? Like, the jiggliness? Like, how many you get to see? How big? What like, would you give variety? Love is War Season 1? I'm going to give it, a, a, like, a, a one titty rating. Because, like, there was one. that beach episode where you got to see a little bit of, like, cleavage and stuff. And that was it. Mm-hmm. The titty. <sighs> I actually like that about the Love is War. Because I watch so many comedy fucking anime, and it's all about oh, like, yeah. oh, let's like put women down and show like look yeah, at them as objects, blah, 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 blah. and it just like it makes me like so the titty jiggles are like the joke. Yes, that's the joke. Yes, they have I, tits. That's the joke. Most anime like that, I can't watch in public, right? So like, but this I was able to watch on the bus. It was fantastic. I didn't feel uncomfortable. I didn't feel like uh, someone's going to think I'm a weird pervert. It was, it was great. It made you me were happy. watching a show about high school romance. So the fact that you had no shame about it at all might say more about you than society. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. People watch Riverdale and bullshit. You did it on the You're podcast. Right. So Riverdale's fucking way more sexual than this is. I think that's and Marcus, that's the first season of uh, Kuguya-sama Love is War. Except the only thing I didn't mention is Kuguya, her name comes from the story about that moon goddess who gets summoned back to the moon and leaves her love behind. Oh, no. The one that the Netflix moon movie is based on. Yeah. So, so Aka she, Aka Asaka already mentioned. She's like, I don't know if I'm gonna have them end up together and be a happy ending, or if I'm gonna do it more like the fable. I don't know. We'll oh, see. Oh no. So Why? Marcus, prepare prepare thyself. Akasaka <sighs> is ready to mess with your heartstrings. I hate it. Please don't. The Tale of the Bamboo Cutter is the name of that fable. Tale of the Bamboo Cutter. Okay, cool. Nick, you have some questions for me, baby, baby boy. Marcus. Marcus, Marcus, did you like Kaguya-sama Love is War? I did. I liked it a lot. <laughs> nice. Marcus, are you going to continue to watch Kaguya-sama Love is War? This is the next season. This is the season after that. This is a manga. I am definitely going to continue to watch it. Season two is out. Yeah. Yeah. Season and season out. three is coming out? Soonish. Yeah. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. I am excited. I think I'm going to add this to the rotation. I'm watching another anime about horse girls running and i like it what does that mean it's just girls that own horses or they're they have they horse are faces? horses they they're just horses the girls or they're animal, are animal, the animal anime. Uh, yeah they they have like cute horse tails and cute horse girl ears and they race What's the name of this other. anime Udamasume. love derby or something like that love derby uh, pretty anime. derby not love derby pretty derby what is it pretty derby Uma Musume Pretty Derby. Yeah, Uma Musume oh, wow. Pretty Derby. Marcus, they're not horse girls at all. They're girls and they have ears. They're horse they're girls. They're horses. I mean... The the the, uh, the story uh, of the anime is that all the horses that exist, like all the race horses that die, their spirits go in this world and become horse girls. Even the boy horses or all racing horses girls? I think even boy horses. Just become horse girls yep so this is the afterlife for horses they have to keep racing that's really sad <laughs> fair enough fair enough i started watching it because i watched a video essay on on it and that it like almost made me cry and so i was like i want to watch this because i want to cry so i'm excited well as i'm looking at the images it's big enough that there's body pillows of the main character so yes that's, that's uh, what i want <laughs> and marcus last but not least would you recommend kaguya-sama love is war I would 100% recommend it. I feel like I would recommend it to people who are used to anime. And I don't know if I would recommend it to people who aren't used to anime, but people 
people who like romance kind of tropes and bullshit like i think they'd like this yeah anybody that watches riverdale could fucking watch this yeah 100 percent. totally agreed marius that's the show thank you so much for Woo! watching my new favorite anime Hell yeah. i appreciate it i i really enjoy it and i'm glad you also really enjoy it. now normally we would transition over to what my challenge would be but next week is the patreon fan challenge again and while we don't know the results right now it is between infinity train re-zero another anime and green knight so uh i'm excited either way and if you are listening and you've made it this far in the episode go and join the patreon leave us five stars on itunes or follow us on social medias let's do it follow us everywhere at now try this cast join the patreon patreon.com slash now try this cast twitch.tv slash now try this cast to watch us live 8 p.m eastern standard time every thursday at 8 p.m eastern standard. <laughs> 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 I, I i became a loop i became a loop <laughs> and guys leave us five star reviews on itunes thank you so much for listening and or watching hell yes thank you guys now go out there and try some things good night buenas noches good night buenas tardes all the bye buenas bye. get together bye. so they bye. can try things Of the great way episode three ended. Iconic. Well, how did episode three end? You didn't watch the ending of episode three? Did you skip the ending of every single episode? I think I skipped the ending of most of them until I realized there was endings. What happened in the end of episode three? Instead of the end credits, there was a different song. Oh, I did not see that at all. Watch it. Uh, you're going to pull it up. You're going to watch it right now. I'll, I'll put it. I'll cut right it when now? I edit it. it. Yeah. And we can watch oh your. God. If you can put it on the screen, go for it. It's totally worth it. I want to get a live can. reaction of just put, put Fugawara dance and it'll be it. Fugawara Fu dance. F-U-J-I is the first one. Chica dance? Yeah. It's a minute Should and 47 be a minute 35. seconds. Sure. Yeah. Okay, she's on the Oh wow. This is cute. This was the ending of episode three. Oh man, I missed it. What was episode three about? Oh nothing. More love is war. <laughs> it's cute. The animation is smooth. It's nice. And the dance is great. This is not sexual at all, actually. No. But it's cute. Uh, the way you mentioned it, I thought it was going to be sexual. No, it's cute. I like that. Da, 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 da. Dash 9442 has a good point. I feel like the animes I've seen will show whole tits before kissing. That's how it facts. feels. Facts. facts. That's 100% facts.